0: Hello and welcome to Cutting to the Ball in the Post-Truth Apocalypse Quarantine Edition. I'm Ben. As always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. We're on Skype, as you can tell, so sound quality is not amazing, but know we'll soldier on. Today's main cut and thrust of the topic is the Voyage Manuscript. Untranslatable gibberish or, uh, or a woman's health
1: guide. Or secrets to a medieval clerical past.
2: Ooh. Or a manuscript from another dimension.
1: Ooh. Ooh. There were some weird bath-type machines with pregnant women in there, yep. but that's yeah. getting ahead of us. So. It is.
0: Uh, Mike, would you like to welcome some new and returning listeners? Yes, yes, I would. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Carry on then. <laughs> Spiffing. <laughs> How battered are you?
1: <laughs> Just bad sure. as normal. <laughs> okay. Very, very battered then. <laughs>
2: Ashgrove, Australia. New York, New York.
0: Hey, it's a wonderful town
1: here. Red in the news.
2: <laughs> Spring Hill, Florida. Ranchi, India. Christian San, Norway. Bilston, UK. <laughs> Como, Italy. Sofia, Bulgaria. Helsinki, Finland. Oh, hello. Athens, Greece. Biggles, Wade, UK. (laughs) Biggles. Ashburn, Virginia. Ashburton, Australia. Redfern, Australia. And the top three, Shady Nasty, New York. Guadalajara, Spain. And Fort Worth, Texas.
1: Wow. Uh, Those military guys listening in again. I just think we're being spied on. Well, or they just enjoy listening to us. I
0: think there's some, probably some like military sort of uh, listening post there and they just either they're listening to us as potential terrorists or they'd actually quite like it. I wouldn't like to say which it is.
1: I think they were given the assignment of listening to us and then they realised how wonderful we are and uh. spread through the military base like wildfire and now, uh, you know. We're cool with all the kids on the military base. Oh, wow. Yep, yeah. the whole
0: 12 of them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you, guys.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, thank you very much yeah. for listening. We, Stay safe and all that. We don't have the largest of listenerships, but we have a very loyal listenership who are that with us every crazy week. One. And for that, we thank them. The crazy dozen. From the bottom of our testicles. <laughs>
0: alright so you do some weird news
1: at the bottom of my giant swollen painful (laughs) ankles
0: well just have a wank
1: (laughs) it's not the same
0: (laughs) you're not getting anything for at least another three weeks at least I know (laughs) you're going to have to pop it eventually because otherwise you're literally just jizzing your pants
1: do you know man can I tell you something terrifying that happened as a teenager because you know I used to play a basketball um, yeah at quite a high level for my age and you obviously wear vests while playing basketball now I didn't physically actually work out because I was a bit too young to be lifting weights but I was quite fit for my age at that time but somebody joked about having you know the old your right arm being bigger than your left arm because of all the wanking yeah joke yeah somebody made that joke and I just sort of thought, well, I'll just compare just in case. I made the terrifying discovery. My <laughs> right arm was noticeably, noticeably more muscle than <laughs> Now, was that because of all the basketball? Uh, I, but I was also doing a ferocious amount of masturbating at that time.
0: <laughs> well, who wasn't? <laughs> I
1: put it in 50-50.
0: <laughs> you say that now, but when I do my dumbbell curls... I'm always weaker on my left arm than my right.
1: Yeah, I think everybody, you catch up eventually over time. Like, your left catches up to your right if you're working out over time. But, yeah, and I remember I had a bit of a complex about it then for a while. I was like, wouldn't, to have tried to avoid tensing my arm in front of anybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, just look to the side and tense your right arm.
1: And I did start using my left.
0: Luckily, <laughs> luckily I'm an ambidextrous wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Me
1: too. It's there's always fucking
0: one.
2: <laughs> no, I still only need two hands, mate.
0: Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, your penis is another dimension. We yeah, all know that.
1: Yeah, one hand's to hold on to the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, poor Chester.
0: He did dramatise last time I saw him.
1: Oh. Meow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> Is it in, an interesting little side note is that 2020 is that shit that the US government's kind of admitted that UFOs are real and no one's batted an
1: eyelid. Yeah. Why is it everyone why are people running around in the street? Oh, I know why they're not in the streets, they'll get <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> 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 we should
0: we should immediately join together in a mass band and march on London. Uh-uh. Thousands I, of us.
2: It's almost oh. like they chose like a certain opportune moment when the news was like concerned with something else. Yeah. Just like nine
1: eleven. Uh yeah and lose it.
2: They announced all them lo- all that losses and in the fucking the Pentagon. We've missed well, yeah.
1: thing, we? We've just
2: misplaced a trillion dollars. <laughs> yeah a, it's easy to do. Is that
1: a bird or is it a plane? <laughs>
0: oh, now it's a cruise missile coming down. And it's <laughs> like what it is.
1: Financial offices of the Pentagon.
0: Yeah. Should...
1: But don't be a tinfoil hat wearing knob. No,
0: it's just all coincidence.
1: Don't question it, you fool.
0: Oh dear. But yeah, so like they basically said, yeah, these. I mean, they haven't said that they're a, the aliens alien craft but they have said, these things we don't know what they are and they are definitely coming and buzzing our planes and ships and stuff and you know well it's
1: aliens in it let's face it well this is the thing right they've picked the perfect time because it's like I know a guy from the market who's well into conspiracy, like he's a bit of a doomsday prepper to be honest like the British equivalent you know only instead of stockpiling uh, automatic weapons it's like camping gas and like the odd, <laughs> the, the odd machete but, uh, but anyway to be fair what, i
2: remember when you mocked me for my stock yes. 30 days food and water we did. doesn't look we did. so stupid now does it
1: oh it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> but but yeah, this it was guy toilet
0: roll did you have
2: i didn't have enough toilet roll nah I, you found him
1: yeah well, so this guy right He's, he's obsessed with conspiracies and you'd think he'd be right onto that alien thing. But instead he sent me a video last night that I can't fucking believe I wasted like, I think it was three minutes long, three minutes of my life. I'll never get back. Do you know what this fucking thing was trying to say? It was trying to say that we were, we were prepared for this. We were prepped for the coronavirus fucking eight years ago at the Olympics at the opening ceremony. Cause there was all those beds and dancing doctors. And they were, like, splicing it, in, splicing it in with footage of the doctors dancing during the pandemic and, you know, trying to cheer everyone up. And he uh, was saying that we'd been prepped for it eight years ago. And I was thinking, I'd completely fucking forgotten that the Olympics even happened till I watched this video. What bullshit? They said aliens were real yesterday. Why isn't he on that? Guys, <laughs> we were prepped
2: in 1981 in Dean Kuntz's novel, Wuhan 400.
1: Oh, I re- God. <laughs> fucking prep <laughs> Jesus Christ
2: 2020 20 times 20 is 400 oh here we
1: go oh god numerology my <laughs> back. <laughs> why well, have <if> you suddenly <laughs> you're the most like scientifically minded of the three of us why have you suddenly gone on this numerology trip I'm what's happening
2: it? I'm just pushing it because I know it annoys you guys <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cover I think had, this is your new science
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, science I
1: think. of numerology.
0: <laughs> which um, which American guy is it? The firefighter prophet, isn't he? The numerologist, the one who kept on saying that Planet X Nabura was going to show up three times. David Mead, you're, you've become an acolyte of Mead, haven't you? Oh, uh, I'm drunk on my own hubris. <laughs> oh, he dragged it out every time. Uh, number Wang. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of weird that we've all been told to stay indoors and not go out, and then the powers that be say, hey, these things are coming. We don't know what they are. Do you think we're going to be invaded by aliens?
1: Um, well, isn't that always been the plan uh, that there's going to be a fake alien invasion? Yeah. And that's what Mr. Ikey Baby says, isn't it? I think, and his, and his ilk.
0: Well, funnily Ike, enough, we can ilk. start weird news with Ike if you like. Oh, go oh, on then. Hey, like. that
1: was a completely accidental segue that if I hadn't have said this bit that I'm saying now, would have looked half almost professional. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is Weird News. Uh, it's going to take 20 minutes, half an hour, and then we'll crack on with the main cut and thrust of today's topic. Let's get the boys' views on this week's Weird News. Coronavirus conspiracy theorist David Icke's Facebook page deleted as pressure mounts on social media companies. So St. Ike, no Facebook presence
1: anymore. He's been fucking censored.
0: Conspiracy theorist David Icke has had his main Facebook page deleted amid mounting calls for social media companies to combat dangerous misinformation. Ike, a former sports commentator, is a vocal backer of the conspiracy theory that 5G technology spreads coronavirus. Which has prompted a wave of attacks on engineers and masts. <laughs> Doctors, MPs, and counter-extremism campaigners are calling on internet giants to stop their platforms being used to amplify Ike's racism and misinformation about COVID-19 to millions of people. Do you know what? Racist. He does mean lizards. Nah.
1: Do you well, know what? He's this, might saying,
0: actually, this might actually work
2: in his benefit.
1: Yeah. He's It's
2: well, It'll make him a martyr, isn't it? Yeah, what? make him a martyr,
1: exactly. Well, you know, no publicity is bad publicity unless you're being called out as a nonce.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> <It> hasn't <laughs> happened yet. Uh,
1: so he's all right for now. Yeah. What
0: what they're saying is the racism thing is in one video in which Ike claims a Jewish Rothschild family helped plan the coronavirus outbreak. It's the most. It's the 27th most viewed video about the virus on YouTube. He's
1: not racist. That's not a racist statement, is well,
0: it? You know what's you've got. You know what it's gonna. You know what it's like with anything vaguely about you know the Rothschilds because you can just go oh anti-Semitism. There you go, and you can just throw that at you. That's where he's been done. Yeah, it's exactly what they did to the Labour Party. Yeah. Oh,
2: anything. Anything that criticises Israel, anti-Semitic. I'm not saying there yeah. wasn't anti-Semitic voices in the Labour Party. There were,
3: yeah. but
2: to label everything as anti-Semitic—that's dangerous, man. You can't do that. Well, you got—you got to be able to criticise the Israeli government.
1: I'll send you a picture later. The where I'm living at the moment, my uh, house housemate has a giant Palestine flag in the window for all to see, which is. Oh, uh, right. In- interesting he's not anti-semitic either he just thinks that this little strip of land shouldn't be getting blown to shit all the time yeah uh,
2: he's got a right to do that hasn't
1: he yeah yeah but people do uh, give him shit about it occasionally uh, but he quite likes it i think because he likes to tell <laughs> it and say why is it fucking anti-semitic to think yeah. that this country shouldn't be being bombed
2: not even that yeah. just to exist
1: yeah just leave them be yeah uh, but anyway, that's uh, uh, I, don't, I don't think that's for us to... Uh, no. <laughs> we're not, oh, not going to solve the Palestine problem during the weird news. What's fucking Ike? Finish this Ike story, Ben.
0: Uh, well, basically, because he said it's the Rothschilds and he's claiming that it's COVID-19 is 5G, which I know a lot of people do. A lot of people. Where are um, you, it's
1: boys? I think it's
0: bullshit. It's non-ionising radiation, so it shouldn't do anything to the body.
1: Mike? Uh, well, to be fair i
2: 've not really looked into it, but
1: yeah,
2: uh, I imagine i'd probably go on the side of the science and say that it 's bollocks
0: yeah he, i haven't he looked. said this is a bit forgy
1: yeah, I was gonna say i haven 't bothered looking into it because like like my conspiracy friend who I mentioned earlier he 's also a he doesn 't have a microwave in the house because he because he 's seen a video showing how much radiation comes off them, but my point to him was like if it's that, if it's cooking me from the inside, why isn't everyone with a microwave dropping dead in their thirties? I was like, it's obviously not that bad for me. It might not be great for me, but I'm not going to worry about it. I like the microwave. Same with 5G. Man, I want to download songs fast.
2: I've only seen a couple. Of, I've only seen a couple of scientific studies, but they've all said that the 5G is clear for for use.
1: Like, so. Nah, I'm not going to worry about it. No, that's pretty much it. They're basically saying. Sorry. Go on. I was just gonna say, same with chemtrails. It might uh, be true, but what the fuck can I do about it? So I'm not gonna s- obsess over it. And I mean,
2: let me just be clear. That was scientific studies about 5G, like hurting you in sort of radiation ways, not the coronavirus. I mean, how can 5G give you the coronavirus? Doesn't make no. any sense. Nah.
1: It's bouncing off. What it does is it it pushes the virus up into the atmosphere, it then bounces off the glass dome. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) there we go. At a much greater speed, seed, and then mixes with the chemtrails and seeds, people, somehow.
0: Uh, I have no fucking idea. But you try telling people that there's actually a pandemic, and all of a sudden,
1: everyone wants to go outdoors, everyone wants to go outdoors. It's amazing how... Like a good 70% of that's a total guess. I'm pulling out my ass, purely anecdotal. But a fuckload of people seem to have gone down the conspiracy route with this pandemic. It's quite interesting. They're essentially the vast majority of general public have reached the point in time, I think, where they're like, we know the TV and the government are full of shit. Yep. Yeah. That's it. it
2: Mistrust and the right to mistrust media and the, the government's
1: they, they just,
2: lied to us for years and years and years.
1: They just maybe shouldn't be listening to the shit that their mum's sharing on Facebook, though, from, like, oh. some dodgy website that says, you know, drinking tea will protect... Drinking
0: bleach or fucking <laughs> coronavirus. And that leads us on to the next article.
1: Hey, fucking it boys, twice in a row.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so,
0: yeah, Mud, do you want to take this one?
2: Yeah, man. Two men drink disinfectants in efforts to prevent coronavirus.
0: Yeah.
2: The patients in Georgia, both of whom have a history of psychiatric problems, are expected to make a full recovery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, I was fucking drunk some bleach.
2: Gaylord Lopez. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Life, tell him some shit, hands, man.
0: Oh God, yeah. I mean, he's got a really cool like, last name. Lopez is pretty cool.
1: <laughs> but Oh, Gaylord What's your name? Lopez. Oh, that's pretty cool. What's your first name? Gaylord.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: uh, I bet the kids <laughs> at school who bullied him would call him Faggot King. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet he hated um, it when
2: the when Meet the Fockers came out. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: His name yeah. was Gaylord, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, you know that the, the, the movie company wouldn't let them call that unless they actually found somebody with that name in real life, Gaylord Focker. <laughs> <laughs> and they did, I think. And they did. I think it was somebody, someone in Canada.
1: Isn't it a biblical name or something? Like... I'm sure. Yeah, possibly. possibly. Actually. Well, gay used funny. to mean happy, didn't it? Yeah, or just a very, very old name, I think, possibly. Remember, listener, you are the fact-checker. Fucking gay lord. Either
0: way, I'm immature to find it funny, so... I'm
1: immature,
0: <laughs> I'm immature to find it hilarious, so... It's yeah. funny as fuck!
1: <laughs> That'd be a great wrestling gimmick, wouldn't it? There gay- is a wrestling Gaylord. called Gaylord. What is it? No, but I mean just Gaylord, so like Lord of the Gays, but he's like, he's like really gay and really hard, was, Not like a wrestler. Wreck.
2: There was a wrestler called Johnny Gaylord. Johnny Gaylord. Who did he <laughs> wrestle
0: for? <laughs> he was on the Adult Channel. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, was he wrestling transsexual midgets
1: by any chance? That's the one. Have you seen it too? <laughs> no, it's the old guest, hey, Mike, <laughs> If, if there was like penetrative sex happening, then it wasn't fucking wrestling you were watching. <laughs> I've been watching I got... since I was like three or four and I've never seen one single cum shot. <laughs> <laughs> All I can I say
2: is fucking... you're missing out. I don't think I am. <laughs> no, honestly, I got... I'm sure there was a, a wrestler called Johnny Gaylord, unless I dreamt it. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I can build your warm nutsack against my spine <laughs> I love you Johnny Gaylord baby.
0: I just had this feeling that Johnny Gaylord would have like a little posse of gay men and when he was losing they'd like, jump out the crowd my, my and do over the do over the rest of the Johnny was fighting and then he'd pin him I'm going to have to search for it now to see if i made it up or not. I'm, I'm quite convinced there is not a wrestler called Johnny Gaylord. <laughs> Alright, let's do it. I'll tell you what, I'll carry on reading this article. So Gaylord Lopez. No, no, there was, but he wasn't called Johnny, he was called Jeff. Jeff who he,
3: Gaylord.
2: Who the fuck did he wrestle for? A retired American professional wrestler who competed in North American regional independent promotions, including Bill Watts Universal Wrestling Federation, World Class Championship Wrestling. WCW.
1: (laughs) How do you know the name of an obscure independent American professional wrestler, Mike? I fuck knows, man. That, so <laughs> that might be in the name of, like, random Division 2 left-back. He like, could do that, too. I could yeah. do that. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, well. I'm going to look at where the name Gaylord comes from.
0: You know, when we played Champo, or when we did play Champo, he's yeah. like, I'll be looking at a player I'll go, oh, ex-forest him. Never heard this fucker before. When, oh, yeah, he used to play for us at the youth level. fucking statue I'm a forest fan what can I
1: say here we go very quickly before you finish Ben Gaylord is a name of Norman French origin from the old French gailyard, meaning joyful or high spirited
0: Ah. lovely yeah do you want to carry on then Mike from from gay we have a a gaylord tangent then
1: (laughs) yeah
2: Gaylord Lopez, director of Georgia Poison Center, said a man in his 50s from southwest of Atlanta was hospitalized after claiming to have drunk 16 ounces of bleach on Saturday. I think that's a lot of bleach. It really is. Mr. Lopez told a newspaper, I don't know very many patients who will take 16 ounces, but then again, it is a psych history patient. (laughs) (laughs) I meant to
0: mean.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, yeah. But then again, if you you know, if the guy that uh, I'm starting to think that some of these more hardcore Trump supporters, it's it's just a cult now. I don't think it's even a political party. It's a cult of personality. You know, 100 people did it. These are just two. 100 people tried to put them sanitizer into themselves, and disinfectant into themselves. And they're like, well, and then he's just like, oh, I was being sarcastic, and I know you weren't. No, you fucking weren't, mate. You know, you just waffle on and hope it makes a good soundbite. And sadly, he said something so idiotic it got through. Yeah, but when it does register
2: and people say, oh, that's, that's a load of bollocks, he retracts and said he never said it. or I'm being yeah. sarcastic. It's like he's got his own reality bubble. That You know, it's like he thinks if he can just lie enough, it can change reality.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've all tried that. Well, that's it a, kind of works for him, doesn't it? Because yeah. everyone just moves on. It does. The next, yeah. that's, a, that's a fucked
2: up thing. It, it does seem yeah. to work. You know, some people do actually believe every word he says, i.e., the 55 people that have died from drinking bleach so
1: far. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> he can I do no. Fucking hell. Oh, no, you should laugh. You can laugh at that. That's all self inflicted. I mean, Neil Dress Tyson could tell me to drink bleach. I still ain't going to fucking do it.
0: No, that's it. But
1: what, what if Hulk Hogan did? He, he, he could tell me, Mike, but it's still not going to override my common sense because I'm not <laughs> like intensely religiously dedicated to him like a ree. <laughs> I was just checking. It's okay. Yeah. Love the guy. Now, if somebody intensely beautiful said, drink a bit of bleach and I'll suck you up, well, I'll certainly line up a few shots of bleach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, so uh, you can
0: have the last blow job of your life.
1: Well, <laughs> well, what a way to go. I haven't really got a celebrity crush at the moment. I can't think of anyone. but You know, someone exceptionally world-class fit, maybe. it be worth a go. Mm. I am considering it myself. It's been, it's been <laughs> a while. Oh, yeah. Quarantine's yeah. a son of a bitch. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever watched so much Pornhub. <laughs> You're not on your own.
0: I know I'm not. I think there's probably people who've watched more than me.
1: <laughs> um,
0: I just want to read the Trump quote where he says about the dis- I, disinfectant. I see that disinfectant where it knocks out, knocks it out in a minute. One minute. And this is a way we can do something like that by injection inside or almost a cleaning. You <laughs> know. God.
1: Oh, this is what we've come to. A cleaning, he's literally think of it, thinking of it like um, I pay people to clean my hotels and golf courses and they do a cleaning and then they're clean afterwards, can't we do a cleaning on the body? <laughs> <laughs> like, cleaning, like the cleaning lady she does a cleaning clean now
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dear god tablet and lie down <laughs> take your Vicodin Snort um, that, God. Snort this and just shut the fuck up. They say <laughs> I could be a doctor. I've shown great aptitude for this. He actually said that. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. yeah. God. Oh God. Is so a like
0: natural gift for science.
1: Oh. So you walk in there and you're like, Doctor. So like, what's the prognosis? How 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 bad is my liver? China. It's China. <laughs> what, how, what do, how how do I fix this? It's China's fault. Like, oh, insane. <laughs> isn't it
0: interesting that like people are blaming China for this? And if it did get released accidentally, then yes, blame them. If this is something natural, then don't blame China. What if it, if it had been America where this had started? Mm.
1: Do you think people would be saying blame America? No. Eh, it's double standards, uh, isn't well, it? Well, look, at the, look at the perfect example of that in our own country is... People literally, like, the business for Chinese restaurants and Chinese food has, like, just dropped off. Lots of people are not buying Chinese food at the moment because of the fear of the corona. Yeah, Italy is the second most devastated country. And people certainly haven't stopped buying pasta off the fucking shelves, have they?
0: No, that's true.
1: So, yeah. Mind you, then again, Italians don't have, rightly or wrongly, a reputation for eating anything and everything and the Chinese do. Whether that's right or wrong, that reputation exists and that's what people are basing it on. I'm not saying it's right, it's just the way it is. Yeah. I, will
2: blame, I will blame their food hygiene quality, i.e. having live markets where there's animals can transmit wet diseases.
1: Markets. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. up, hasn't it?
1: Just the term alone, wet market, yeah. makes me want to puke. Yeah.
0: Don't worry. After Brexit, we'll be doing that—going to buy live chickens to slaughter at home and things like that. Oh yeah, it's we've gay, got that. lucky.
2: We'll be trying we've to catch that. fucking
0: starlings
2: because
1: they're fucking uh, starving. You know what I mean? We've uh, got bre- look forward to, haven't we? After yeah. Bre- it'll be a nice. It'll be a welcome change. <laughs> maybe this is what this was all about. It was a ploy to make Brexit bearable.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Do you want to do the last article then, guys?
1: Yep, no worries. It's me. It's me. So, and finally, coronavirus. DUP politician blames pandemic on abortions and same-sex marriage. Of course he does. (laughs)
0: Uh, Judging by the state of his face, I'd imagine he's uh, just jealous, to be honest. He looks like a DUP
1: member, doesn't he? He does. For they're Americans
2: qu- or anybody who doesn't know the DUP aren't there a bit like the American Republican Party,
1: like super strict version.
0: No, not not as bad as them. They're the worst, but mm. they're basically like a hard right Catholic party.
1: Yeah. Pricks. Anyway, little quote from him at the start. It says, "They laughed at Noah until the rain started." Wrote John Carter. <laughs> know me there was nobody there because it wasn't real. The flood was real, but Noah wasn't.
0: The thing that gets me with that is, like, what,
1: so Noah was the only guy with a boat on Earth? Because God told him to build a massive one, though, didn't he?
0: Yeah, but, I mean, that's only to store the animals in. Shouldn't, like, Fisherman Bob just
1: popped in his fishing boat and rigging it out? Well, what I do know, Ben, is that the animals went in two by 2 da The animals went in two by two. Doo-doo. Remember singing that?
3: Oh,
2: I do, yeah, I do. Unless they were unclean and they went in seven by seven.
1: Hey. That joke that I don't get. No, it's not a joke. It's just a fact. It's just okay, a Bible fact. fact.
0: Yeah, Bible facts. <laughs> <laughs> there's none That's, of them. Do you know the fact there's none of them in the Bible? <laughs> That's my new segment, Bible facts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, He's, he's caught religion as well. <laughs> Bible
1: Facts <laughs> with Mike oh, he's just hey, with
0: Mike you can um, with a you box. can do it in your own podcast if you're going to start doing Bible Facts that's a I <laughs> will. for a podcast friend. I will be hit. Bible Facts
1: with Mike Welcome
0: with special guests Pat Robinson and Jim Backer hey <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bible
0: facts.
1: <laughs> Bible facts. Welcome to episode of Bible facts. Did you it's know,
2: all
3: wrote, Did
2: the, you know the there end. aren't 10 commandments in the Bible? There's actually about
1: 608. Wow. By the way, you <laughs> help <laughs> <laughs> He's just a font of Bible information.
0: <laughs> He's like some kind of biblical scholar. He's like a biblical brain man. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: man talks, something like that, isn't it? <laughs> I've no idea. I've watched that movie
1: in a long time. Very special. Yes, he is. Just like (laughs) me. Just like Mike. A DUP councillor has apologised after he compared himself to Noah in the Bible in a Facebook post in which he appeared to suggest the global coronavirus pandemic was the, quote, judgment of God on the legislation of abortion and same-sex marriage in Northern Ireland and a, quote, immoral and corrupt government. John Carson, who represents Ballymena in County Antrim, former stronghold of ex-leader Ian Paisley, has been criticised for his disgraceful Facebook post, which he said was misinterpreted. In the original post, he wrote, I said when abortion was legalised that our nation would be judged by God because of its departure from his word and the legislation of the murder of the unborn child as well as same-sex marriage. I was laughed at and mocked by some, but as I said at the time, they laughed at Noah until the rain started. You reap what you sow, and our nation is now reaping the judgment of God because of an immoral and corrupt government. It is time to repent and turn again to the God of our fathers.
0: I don't think people like this should actually be in any position of power.
1: No, he's delusional. The DUP, which strongly opposed Westminster legislation liberalising the law surrounding terminations, has dominated, has distanced Mm. from the comments. On Thursday, Mr. Carson wrote, folks, yesterday afternoon I put a post on Facebook which was taken by some and totally misinterpreted. Well, I actually think, this is me editorialising now, that it was quite clear what you were fucking saying, you prick. Anyone who will know that I would not intentionally set out to cause hurt or offence to anyone, and if I did, then I humbly apologise. However, I will never apologise for my Christian faith and will not be silenced by those that are opposed to the truth of God's word. The Rainbow Project, a Belfast-based LGBT support organisation, told the Press Association Mr. Carson's post was, quote, disgraceful but not at all surprising. Gym, well, for one, I'm
2: going to get him trying to get him on the first as the first guest host on Bible Facts. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, but yeah, I'm if, sure he'd facts. fit in. It's, it's a pleasure <laughs> to
1: be here on Bible Facts with you, Mike. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, I think that's all there really is to that story. He's trying to claim that he wasn't trying to upset anyone, he clearly was.
0: <laughs> what he clearly was exactly that's exactly what he was
1: doing yeah some and stand by your original decision to be a twat I'd respect you I just, I just don't think people like that should be allowed anywhere
0: near the corridors of power
1: the problem is they've got to have freedom to believe what they want that's out. it mate that's not it. in my
0: glorious utopia there won't be
1: It's not a utopia, Ben, when you're the dictator. It doesn't work. Utopias don't have dictators. I'll
0: be a a benevolent dictator.
1: (laughs) Contradiction in terms. It won't be a utopia if there's a dictator.
0: It will be based on science and reason. It'll be a utopia for you and hell for everybody else. I'll remake the world in my own image. What's wrong with
1: that? Oh, God. Oh, God.
2: He'd have fucking conscription at the age of fifteen, wouldn't
0: he? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Oh, fifteen man. months. Would <laughs> have a peace corps.
1: Jesus. Instead of a uh, Animal Farm being read by fifteen-year-olds for English, it would be mine camp.
0: Oh come uh, on! I'm not. I'm not saying it. I'm, I'm not a Nazi. I'm just saying <laughs> that people like this, their ideas are too dangerous and against the, the, the uh, best interests of humanity, which I love. Funny that enough, that's race.
2: what the that, said.
0: No, yeah, yeah, it's
1: not.
2: <laughs> You're fine, <finding> it is. <laughs>
1: uh, you know, he, you have to, this guy has to have religious freedom. I agree, it is scary that people in power believe like fairy tales, but he has the freedom to do so and I just like, I have the freedom to not believe it. Yeah. You know? So, unfortunately, I hate to sound all wet and liberal. That's, I think that's where I fall on that.
0: Well, that's a shame. I was going to give you the job of taking these people out when I'm in charge.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, oh, I well. think
1: he's a fucking idiot cunt. I'll get I'm... someone
0: else to do it. I'll get someone else to do it. It's all right. You told yourself out of a cushy ministerial post. Is what? it? Is it the Minister of Religious Cleansing? That's the
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> <can't get> <laughs> <laughs> the pacifist. <laughs> But you see, if you go down that route, though, and I tell him he can't have that job because he believes in God, then he could say to me, well, I don't think someone who's a wrestling fan should be in charge of a van that could kill people because wrestling fans are stupid. And then, uh, Not know, stupid as him. But you see, we could go around in circles like that, couldn't we? Look, so, he
0: believes in a burning bush, and a baby being born to a virgin, and a, an elderly man building a giant ship. Out of wood on his own to house two of every animal. And then that animal, that, uh, them animals, right? right so, so two penguins trotted all the way from Turkey to the South Pole. And, you know... Turkish penguins? Eh? Hey? Turkish penguins? <laughs> so they, they, say, they say the ark ended up in Turkey. Right? That's the... So two penguins went all the way from Turkey to Antarctica and uh, removed every trace of their passing, of the the, um, the dead, the young, everything, their footprints even, removed it all as they went along and then went to South Pole. Yeah. Right, okay, just just checking. there's a bucket, isn't it? Yeah, but it's bollocks, isn't it? I mean, let's face it.
1: I heard a priest actually scared the shit out of me on some podcast I was listening. To. he was How saying- they to touch you. Yeah, <laughs> on the with <winning. laughs> if, if you look in the book of Revelation, he was saying that it does actually. He thinks his interpretation is that it's telling you uh, a meteorite's gonna kill Earth, which is also what scientists say. And I actually found that slightly unsettling,
0: yeah. But that's what you say, well, yeah, something will hit the Earth at some point, yeah. They knew about meteorites, in yeah, the, in the biblical times.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was... just uh,
0: playing the long game, that. It's playing the odds. I mean, yeah, one day something will it. Oh, that's
1: the book of revelations, told you. Well, you know I believe in ancient civilizations anyway. So fuck the Bible.
0: Yeah. Right, Tim, um, the... can we call a quick break?
1: No, wet your pants. It'll be funny. <laughs> Put the microphone in your crotch and let's record it for prosperity. It'll be hilarious. Indeed. This people This could be what finally pushes us over the rating's edge and breaks us into the big time.
0: Or it could be the thing that destroys us and we lose all our listenership.
1: And it'll certainly, certainly ruin your microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go for a wee bed. I'll wait for you.
0: And we're back. So let's talk about the main topic of today, the Voynich Manuscript. I have a basic backstory and story with it. So if you guys have got anything to add, please do jump in. So the 600-year-old riddle of the Voyage manuscript explained. The undecipherable medieval manuscript contains a code so complex that no one has been able to crack it. In 1912, an antique dealer named Wilfred Voynich came across a remarkable manuscript. It wasn't gilded or beautifully illuminated like the manuscripts with it, in with, with which it was bundled, but it caught his eye nonetheless. It was in code. It was long, 234 pages, although some are missing, aren't they? Yeah. It was filled with pictures of plants and naked women and what appeared to be astrological diagrams and line after line of script and not a word of the script was comprehensible. It wasn't in any known shorthand or variation of medieval Latin or English or French or any other known language. The entire thing was in code. Mm. Indecipherable code. (laughs) Indecipherable code. Now, presumably, one of the pages missing is probably the cipher key. (laughs) I'm going to guess. I'm just going to guess. It's quite
2: possible. I imagine that maybe it was separate to it. You normally wouldn't have the cipher key in the book, you know, in a separate book. And maybe that
1: book's gone missing.
0: Ah. Oh. Well, one, maybe one of the pages tells you what the cipher key is in another book. Maybe. Or maybe it was just one of them things that was passed around and you had to be really... You had to be part of the club to read it. Yeah. Like Freemasonship. Yeah. But for doctors. And yeah. blacks quacks. <laughs> Wise women or men. The fact that this was a 13th century manuscript cipher, this is Voynich, convinced me that it must be a work of exceptional importance and to my knowledge the existence of a manuscript of such an early date written entirely in cipher was an unknown. Two problems present themselves, the text must be unravelled and the history of the manuscript must be traced. To this date no one has successfully solved the problem although there are people that claim it has now been... Solved, but yeah, but they've they, know,
2: they haven't been confirmed, have they? No, no one's agreed that that
0: is breaking the code. There's always been there's a lot of skepticism about that. Thing is, no one can kind of prove it in a way because you can't, you haven't got the author or the, the cipher, so you can see, you could say, Oh, this you know, this means this says one thing, it could mean something completely else, it could be completely wrong you can't crack these things because you haven't got a, a cypher key. I mean, like it says, like the British code breakers of Bletchley Park had a go at this. Uh, that's going a bit later on. Yeah, but surely, surely you can crack it. Once you crack the code, it unlocks itself. Yeah, but it? there's no way of verifying what it says. I mean, like, it's... No, exactly there's no way the verifying. So the Enigma code, they crack that, and they said, all right, there's going to be submarines here, here, and here, and the were. So that's, oh yeah, obviously the code's right. But with I this, guess, yeah. it's like, it could say, like, you know, the dog is red and it's actually something like uh, some of the a demon. Uh. Clifford you know, we, the
1: Big Red Dog?
0: Yeah, Clifford, he, he starts talking about Clifford the Big Red Dog, but in reality you're summoning summoning um, Abaddon the Destroyer of Worlds from the seventh layer of hell.
1: Is Clifford the Big Red Dog preparing me for... What's coming? <laughs> really? mate, maybe. Who knows? Like, like the Olympic ceremony. Yes, that's it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, I'm certainly Sorry, prepared for a lot of shit, I not you know, They
0: give us all this warning and we still panic. It's terrible,
1: really. Oh. oh, well. Aliens are real. Of
0: course they are. <laughs> so the text that came to be known as the Voynich Manuscript is now housed at Yale. Hang on, I just want to say that I've been telling you all aliens are real since this podcast began.
1: Yeah, but you're Ben and that's the pentagon. (laughs) I don't see a difference. There's a big difference between
2: perhaps a UFO, which might be an alien probe, has been seen in our skies, to there's an alien human exchange program where they went to fucking Planet
0: Serp over 13 years. What about the Kelly Hopkinson encounter?
1: Oh, for fuck's sake.
0: And giant owls. And no, no owls involved.
1: Owls, nothing but owls.
0: i you just going to point out that I've been telling you all since this podcast begun. Uh, owls. And now it's confirmed. Fantastic.
1: Not, like Mike just said, it's not you
0: confirmed. confirmed, it's just a yeah. UFO.
2: It's unidentified flying objects, nothing about aliens.
0: Well, There's come no on, we all, know the, we all know the aliens are in it. Might well be. Sure? it? Well, I'm just saying, I've been telling you all. turn the both of you and you've laughed at me. Laughed. Oh, God. It's this about your. He's comfortable, innit?
2: Going to be. Hey? Sorry. I meant more so than he is now.
1: <laughs> Please continue. Please continue, Ben.
0: Stop you sucking yourself reasons. up. Oh, I had the ribs removed, but I still can't get down.
1: I meant metaphorically. <laughs>
0: Um, dozens of medievalists and cryptologists study it every year earlier this September scholar Nicholas Gibbs published an article in the Times Literary Supplement claiming to have cracked the code only to be poo-pooed that's the words of the article by medievalists across the internet terrible
1: thing poo-poo
0: especially
1: you don't get poo-pooed by a medievalist
0: (laughs) you certainly don't
1: it's
0: led to many an honour jaw being poo-pooed (laughs) so Gibbs may have failed to decipher the Voynich manuscript, but he joins a long and illustrious lineage of failures. Cryptologists across the world have tried and failed to decode the Voynich since at least the 17th century when an alchemist, that's a pretty cool job title, Uh. described it as a, quote, certain riddle of the Sphinx.
1: And he knows that for certain.
0: Well, it's a, it's a, certainly a riddle.
1: It sure is. I,
0: I, I want to be an alchemist. Like I've made that. the most perfect green. <laughs> Approach of the finest green. <laughs> uh. Looks like you sneezed. <laughs> Still, I'll have a go. I like a challenge. You are challenged. I like a challenge. So where did this Voynich manuscript come from? No one knows who wrote the Voynich manuscript or for what purpose. But carbon dating places its origins between 1404 and 1438, despite Voynich's claim that it was a 13th century document. As far back as far back Hang as able to track... Sorry.
1: Sorry. Sorry to interrupt, Ben. Can you just, for people like me, catch me up? 1400s, describe what that looks like, In sort of, what movies have I seen that was set in the 1400s? Braveheart. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Okay.
0: Not far off, anyway, certainly. um, Musketeers, the musketeers were later, weren't they? Oh fuck. Anything with an old pope in it, Does does you say anything like that?
1: So I'm picturing people with, like, you know, sort of, rugged, sort of, bare-skin clothes and swords.
0: You're looking at swords. In Europe, I suppose the Renaissance is just starting to kick off, so education is starting to come back a little bit. Everyone's wearing them baggy pantaloons. Right. Is it pre-Tudor? Think, yeah, because I'm pretty sure the Armada was like 1551 or something like that, and that's right. Queen Elizabeth, so we're talking like sort of I'm 70 just,
1: years before that. I'm just Googling 1400s dress style. Just to give myself a mental image. Ah, yeah.
0: are dressed in like the Swiss Guard would, with them baggy it, pants
1: and. It looks to me like a, like sort of Robin Hood times.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a little bit later than that, but yeah, not much on, not much had gone on between Robin Hood and Braveheart.
1: Yeah, some of the blokes, the royal ones, look like King Henry VIII for a bit. They got punsy. Yeah, it's just
2: t- before that, and it pre, just
1: about yeah, for pre Tudor, yeah, it's pre Tudor. Gotcha. Right. Sorry. I've caught up. So this, that's fairly society is like, it's not the absolute shits, is it? At that point, like there is some sophistication and like,
3: yeah.
2: yeah, we were conquered by the Normans in 1066, weren't we? And yeah. We were like kings and queens and things, but there were no sort of tribes left. It was all.
0: No, we were pretty much nations at this yeah. point. Well, we were nations at this point. Proto empires almost.
1: Okay. And we had pubs.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Taverns, yeah? Yeah. So you know
0: we, where you go and get a, a flag and a veil and a busty wench riddled with the clap?
1: And everyone stank. Yeah. No shit in the streets. Yeah. And somebody knew how to do medicine and didn't want none of them rotten-mouthed, piss weasel fucking anybody to find out the secret to make money off of it so he wrote it down in a a mad code but i know i'm getting slightly ahead of myself but i'll come back to this in detail later there is some pretty mad drawings of some contraptions
0: yes there are yeah that's a it's like a almost sort of uh, da vinci-esque in that respect
1: yeah, it's a bit steampunky.
0: Yes, very much so. I like the steampunky thing that the thing it's got. <laughs> I like the little dragon and the tree and the chick in the uh, hot tub time machine too.
1: Yeah. So right, sorry I derailed us, but that sets the scene. That's where we are in history when this fucking yeah. alarm but fucking time ago.
0: Baggy trousers and a feather in your hat. Look okay, it that way. So far, yeah. lucky going. So as far back as anyone has been able to track discussion of the Voynich manuscript, there is no history of it existing as anything other than a marvelous, indecipherable curiosity. It entered the historical record centuries old and already unreadable. The first owner of the ma- first supposed owner of the manuscript is believed to be the Holy Roman Emperor Rudolf II. He had a particularly red nose. <laughs> Oh, right. you,
2: know, you know the Vatican's got loads of shit like this.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, 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 you fucking know it. Now, he allegedly purchased it for 600 gold ducats, which is $90,000 in today's money. Sometime around the beginning of the 17th century, apparently under the belief the manuscript was the work of the 13th century English alchemist Roger Bacon. Big relative, fucker.
1: Relative of Kevin.
0: God no, Roger Bacon what was. A um,
1: pig
0: fucker, he is. What if he invented bacon? Would that make him a pig fucker? His name's Roger
2: Bacon. He's a pig fucker. <laughs> is that the
0: entire
1: logic you've got? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our science officer, Mike. <laughs> that's
0: how they got
2: their names in them days. It was your trade, wasn't
1: it? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was a
0: butcher. Yeah, he yeah, take- was caught fucking his dead pigs. How do you know he's caught fucking the dead pigs? That's a massive leap to take.
1: Here, why'd they call your dad pig fucker? Well, (laughs) as far as I know, he got fucking a dead pig. (laughs) You're a fine one to talk, cow molester. (laughs) My cow molester? Why don't you fuck off judging me?
3: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: <Sorry>.
0: <laughs> so Rudolf II was passionately devoted to alchemy and the occult. However, he seemed to have no luck to code in the manuscript, and it passed from hand to hand until it ended up in Jesuit holdings in Rome, where it would remain hidden until Voynich turned it up 300 years later.
1: It's a bit like my penis. <laughs> Sorry. What has been passed (laughs) hand to
0: hand and ends (laughs) up in the priesthood? And then we (laughs) said, "Your penis is in the priesthood."
3: (laughs) It's in a priest. Guys, are you
2: a member of the (laughs) Castrati? I don't know what that means. (laughs) you know in the old days when the, the little boys used to sing with really high voices they actually used to castrate them
1: yeah they did yeah. Yeah.
2: testicles, can't you hear the bass my, I mean,
1: can't you hear the bass in my voice
0: <laughs> breaking news, Gaz has no testicles uh, I'm like the ghost of Johnny Cash <laughs>
1: <laughs> he loads of bass in my voice <laughs> have my testicles, listeners. But <laughs> your penis is it in the priesthood. It's in a priest.
0: Right <laughs> now?
1: Mm, yes. Do you want him if to I, say hello? Or? If I sound distracted. No, no, he's he's professional. He knows not to talk during the recording. <laughs> Fair enough. So, I'll on the way, you, oh, sorry, go on. <laughs> I said I put the fear of God into it. Oh. Oh. You, know
0: what's, you know what's easier than that? ball gag, thank me later (laughs) so along the way the manuscript paused with early cryptologists like the Jesuit polymath Anathasius Kircher who claimed to have decoded the Egyptian hieroglyphics he hadn't, but it remained unsolved it seemed to consume the lives of its owners to its deciphering he devoted unflagging toil wrote the friend of one owner after his death he relinquished hope only with his life.
2: Oh, imagine that! Imagine hmm. that dedicating your whole life to cracking this code and you die without doing it. Well, yeah. Well,
0: If you can afford to live where you can just literally spend all day cracking a fucking trying to crack a code, you're probably pretty well off. And imagine he wasn't sat there in his own shit under a bush. <laughs> <laughs> He's sat in and a fucking. You know- He's sat in a fucking mansion in his, in his laboratory where his children try and come and get his attention. He tells them to go away and puts them back in the hands of the nanny.
1: Wow.
0: All I'm saying is it probably drove him mad. Well, maybe he did. Maybe he did end up in, a, in his own shit living under a bush. There you go. <laughs> so what's in the book? The Voynich manuscript appears to have seven separate sections. Over time, Voynich enthusiasts have given each section a conventional name botanical, astronomical, cosmological, zodiac, biological, pharmaceutical, and recipes. Because uh-huh. who doesn't need a recipe? Well, it's no fucking good, is it, if you can't read the fucking recipe? <laughs> the fucking code you don't understand. Are you listening to it? Oh, yeah. I'll never have that recipe again. <laughs> Let's the cake out in the rain. It tastes like shit.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> almost thought you were just making it up as you went along because you didn't know what to <laughs> <you said. laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the first section is the botanical section which comprises about half the manuscript and include pictures of herbs. Some of the herbs appear to be real plants, some of them don't seem to exist, and a few of them are said to be resemble sunflowers which did not exist in Europe in the 15th century. Ooh. Following the botanical section is the astronomical section with pictures of the sun, moon and stars. And then the cosmological section with pictures of circular geometric designs and the Zodiac section, which features emblems of the Zodiac signs. Yeah. OK, yeah. straightforward so far. Yeah. yeah. The biological section is filled with illustrations of naked humans, mostly women in a series of tubes or baths filled with liquid. Yeah, this is where it gets a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll
1: admit. Or a bit sexual.
0: Maybe this is the first like, design for a hot tub.
1: Maybe this is Uh, filthy literature and the guy wrote the cipher just so he wouldn't get his head cut off. It
0: was a very steamy pornography.
1: Yeah, with like, to describe, paint a a picture for the listener, there's like uh, an elongated bathtub full of green liquid, full of pregnant naked women, uh, with like windows in the bottom of it, so I guess people could look at their feet, fannies, I don't know. Uh, Tell you
2: what, if this is an elaborate way of hiding corn, fantastic. Someone open it and go, this is fucking nonsense. And they look at it, see all the drawings of flowers and shit, and just, it's
0: perfect. What if the the flowers... It's to put you off at the start. No, no. It's in code, Right. So the flowers are actually, if you mix the right amount of them herbs together, it's giving you date-rate drug recipes stuff to put into the women's drinks. Or, a bit
1: less creepy and dark, it could yeah, be... Yeah, aphrodisiacs. Uh, medieval Viagra.
0: Yeah, or that too. could be a...
1: Yeah. Well, medieval... The word... Af- aphrodisiac. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah. Right, what's, the, what's next then, Ben?
0: Yeah, so, illustrations of containers in the pharmaceutical section, illustrations of containers are lined up next to illustrations of herbs. And in the end, there's only the recipe section with no illustrations at all, only line after line of that incomprehensible text, each paragraph marked with a star in the margin.
1: This one's bollocks, this one's bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> got those, uh, you don't understand this one. <laughs> That's what <I> yeah, <laughs>
0: it's true, isn't it? It's like, well, imagine spending your fucking life looking at this. Oof. It's
1: very thick though. It's big. There's lots of pages. So I imagine somebody somewhere. There must be a code to it. Somebody must have been able to decipher it at one point. Uh, I mean,
2: it's it's written on goat skin as well.
1: Yeah,
0: vellum.
2: Yeah, which I imagine wasn't cheap to come
0: by. No, it wasn't. No, it was um quite an expensive well expensive uh, writing source. So much expensive the fact that once usually once they finished they would scrape it because it was quite well, thick.
1: So I'm scrape put the my, writing off. I'm gonna put my anthropological detectives hat on here and say that a man of science or medicine in the fourteen hundreds was most likely to be a man of high society, wasn't he? To have yes. an education. So he would have been somebody who had money to buy a book worth of goatskin to put down all his secret inventions of miracle bathtubs to maybe they were birthing pools like the matrix. I don't know. Maybe it's a voyeur show. Maybe it's just really, he was a bit of a pervy perv because <laughs> humans were fully just as evolved back then as they are now. They would have had all the same sort of weird, you know, they'd have been perverts is what I'm saying. Oh yeah. 1400 and something. Maybe it was written by one of them. A lot of time, in because surely as you're writing it in code, you've got to keep checking the cipher to make sure you're getting the code right so that it's not gibberish. It take I think, it's, I think unless, it's, it's gibberish.
2: Unless it's somehow bled through from another dimension, and in that dimension, it's very similar, except pregnant women bathe in green liquids, and uh, that's the language.
1: So you're saying it slipped somehow through a gap in dimensions and it's a an alien language foreign to us. I'm surprised you haven't suggested it being an alien language yet, Ben. Well, I used st- it could, I be, an with flu. It could an be an Anunnaki,
0: alien.
1: It's an An Anunnaki artifact.
0: It could be an alien notebook. It's not yeah. old enough for an why would the alien well, unless an alien crashed and wrote this shit out, that's
1: a possibility. Yeah, they could have been they'd have been studying us all through time. So they've yeah. still got us in the fourteen hundreds and somebody was on a field research and they died somehow in an accident they did all
2: these drawings of plants and things and and the yeah. stars and shit where the
0: planet is and um, oh, what if they're a group of aliens who looked exactly like tudors
1: well they'd have had to to fit in wouldn't yeah. they
0: yeah yeah that'd be awesome
1: yeah do you know what i find myself just a slight tangent for the first time in the history of my existence questioning the plausibility of terminators the other night and i was shocked with myself disgusting i never ever thought about it before but i was like they say that the tissue on the outside is living human tissue and that's why it bleeds and stuff and that's why you know like arnold ages in terminator genesis but then how does the blood pump around that fake skin there's no heart there's no organs is there a vascular system how is it pumping Yeah, it's probably just
2: blood through wires, isn't it? Through tubes.
1: Yeah, it's got to
0: be.
2: It's probably like a little electric motor somewhere. Yeah, it's probably a little tiny artificial capillaries to the skin. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm happy with that. Back to the alien. It's it's living human tissues.
0: I mean, they just skinned a bunch of people.
1: It's It's, It's human living tissue surrounding a metal endoskeleton.
0: We can grow cells in
1: the labs now. Can't we? So there you go. Boom. So yeah, but we we at the moment we're growing burgers. It's a bit way off from having what, we're gonna have like a shitty little robot covered in burger flesh. That's what we're like a robot dog covered in burger skin.
0: They will gotta start somewhere.
1: It would just get pecked to death by seagulls the second you (laughs) hit it. But one day I admit, yes, we will be there, I know, the robots are going to kill us or they will. Yes, I know. Finally, Finally, I took you 130 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Still doesn't mean I'm happy about it, or I have to accept that they're superior to us, because they never will be.
0: Uh, Do you also fuck. accept that I'm the leader of the human resistance?
1: Never, no, because you won't be. You'll be just as fucked as me. You'll be... You'll, there'll be another lockdown, there'll be the alien invasion lockdown, and you'll just be following the rules like I am.
0: No, I'm volunteering to fight if it's the alien invasion. God.
1: Andy McNab. Andy McNabb. <laughs> oh,
0: of course I am it's, it's, it's my planet I live here Do uh, the aliens have it?
1: Alright, okay
0: Yeah, come on
1: Alright, yeah. Rambas
0: okay.
2: okay Have you got a list, Ben Of the um the possible
0: explanations? Yeah, I'm going to do it now, on now. <laughs> What do people think it means? So I've got the official ones This whole thing is medical Wrote alchemist Bartius in 1639 and for most of the Voynich manuscript's history, that's been about the closest thing to its, to its consensus view about it. The plants, according to this interpretation, will be medicinal, and the illustrations of naked women will be anatomical. But the medical theory is far from the only interpretation that's emerged over the years. Early 20th century philosopher William Raymond Newbold argued that Roger Bacon really had written the whole thing, and that when properly decoded, the manuscript proved that Bacon had used both telescopes and microscopes to anticipate modern germ theory. The carbon date in the manuscript places placed in the 15th century means it, impossible, it is impossible the 13th century Bacon could have written it. Okay, that's him ruled out then. Yes, Bacon is gone. There is no Bacon. The pig fucker's gone. Those, <sighs>
1: th- those, are, those aren't words I like to
0: hear, you know. There is no Bacon.
1: But how accurate is carbon dating? Why do we trust it so implicitly?
0: Because it's considered the most accurate dating technique ever we've done. Science,
1: science, we've had enough of experts, Ben.
0: (laughs) I think what they look
2: at is the rate that the atom decays, isn't it, Ben? Something like that, yeah. So they can determine that if it's decayed this much, therefore it must be this
0: old. Oh. Okay. I think that's how it works. Yeah, I think you're on the right track. Interesting fact that you can't carbon date anything after 1945. Anything made after 1945 won't be able to be carbon dated. Yeah. Because so of the nuclear age. Yeah, so you can't. Or, uh-huh. You know,
2: you, usually you measure it against background radiation. All right. But obviously, since 1945, it's shot up because we
0: use nuclear bombs and nuclear testing
1: oh aren't humans great yep yeah
0: Um. so next guy is um military cryptographer william f friedman who helped break japan's purple cypher during world war ii so obviously knows what he's doing Uh he collaborated with his wife and fellow cryptographer elizabeth for years in an attempt to decode the manuscript ultimately they concluded that cracking the code was impossible and the Voyage manuscript is an early attempt to construct an artificial or universal language of the priori type. Esperanto? Basically, yeah. yeah. Um, a computer scientist, guy named Gordon Rugg, thinks the whole thing is a hoax. And the reason no one can decode the manuscript is that there's nothing to decode. Botanist Arthur Tucker thinks it depicts Mexican plants. Physicist Andreas Schinner thinks it was written by an autistic monk who subconsciously followed a strange mathematical algorithm in his head. <laughs> I quite like that one. I like that explanation. I
1: think yeah. that's the plausibility. The monk. Yeah. yeah.
0: Scores of other enthusiastic would-be code breakers over the years have created dozens of other theories, ranging from a vaguely plausible sounding to the extremely wild. So what else have you got? It could be a rare prayer
2: book from the Cathars, not destroyed by the Inquisition, written in a pidgin version of a German Romance Creole.
0: That's interesting because the Cathars were wiped out by the Catholic Church. Yeah. So it, then they had a, uh, a t- apparently a massive library. Uh, the other one I've got is it just could
2: be nonsense written by a medieval quack to impress his clientele. Yeah. Or obviously it could be a doctor who obviously wants to guard his secrets and so has written it in a code and there's a code book that goes with it and that's missing.
1: Therefore, you're fucked. Mike, I, I like that. Sorry, the one you just said, I like that idea. So a lot of people couldn't read back then, could they? No. You're a sham doctor, they come into you and you open up your book of gibberish bollocks that you've made. You're like, oh, Oh, it says here in the uh, expert medical journal I give you Uh, two slaps on the knee and a part in the ear, and you give me all the gold you own. (laughs) Leeches.
0: More leeches.
2: That's probably the most plausible, isn't
1: it? Just a sham artist. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the most plausible. Snake Sponge on razor, scale. all that.
0: You know, instead he <laughs> thought, "Hang on, if I, you know, I'm not making a lot of money writing Bibles out all the time and illustrating them. What if I make up this random shit and just say it's a, I've just discovered it and it's,
1: uh, you know,
0: in this strange language? We get more money for it, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, I do. I like the autistic idea as well. Just an absolute lunatic. That makes sense with autism, doesn't it? Him having a secret language, secret code. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. In there, you know and. But it would, would he have, the
0: naked women in
1: pools. But be interesting to know how easy it would have been to get that many pages of goatskin. skin, w- whether you would need to be someone with money or, I don't know, In a, were universities around in 1400? No, Educational yeah. yeah. You know, who knows? Well, well, the problem is, without the code, we're fucked. It's literally impossible without the cipher, isn't it? Yeah. Unless you is got um, infinite is... monkeys to read infinite copies.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: and then eventually one of them would, wouldn't
0: they? Yeah, they would, yeah. So you're taking a wild look through them, though, isn't it?
1: If you gave infinite monkeys infinite electric guitars, would one of them eventually play the solo to Sweet Child of Mine? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, he would. Yeah. Oh, no. Hopefully, it'd be fairly near the start, because infinite infinite is a long time.
1: Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder
2: if uh, an AI computer will be able to crack it. Well,
0: computers have had a look at it, but... Not an AI computer, though. Not an AI computer, admittedly. Not something that would be shit up.
1: I'm a bit sick, though, but without the code... it's impossible, isn't it? You'll no, because an AI the, might be able to
2: look at pa- every possibility it could be. You know, if they're, if they're using a quantum computer.
3: Hmm.
1: Imagine spending the money to use a quantum computer at the world's best university to decipher the fucking gibberish. <laughs> a madman <mom laughs> or the sham sales uh, yeah. tools salesman. Uh, but still, it's interesting, because he is old as fuck. There ain't it's, many things from that period, are there, really?
0: Like, There's still... Who knows what the Vatican's got? I mean, they have older stuff.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, you've got things. You've got the Bayer Tapestry, haven't you? That's not far it's, from this time. That's and...
0: 1066. It's a few hundred years earlier, so, yeah. it's Stuff yeah,
1: does survive. Have we got yeah. many, like, full manuscripts of books and things? Like yeah, that? I well, imagine. I mean, I, I don't know shit.
0: You can never say for hundred percent this, one hundred percent there, but as long the, as it was not The most famous book
2: off. of all, the most famous book of all time is country, the Doomsday Book.
1: That oh was yeah,
0: his time, wasn't it? That's still a. Well, no, that was, a was again a few hundred years earlier.
1: Fuck. I don't make Ten
0: seventy something.
1: Was that handwritten? Yeah. <laughs>
0: of course it was.
1: I'm taking a piss.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: It wasn't printed.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no,
0: it all went down when the printing
1: press kicked off. No, it didn't, because that eventually led to comics.
0: Well yeah, but it also led to this just uh, it led to propaganda, which is terrible really. Isn't it? Uh, it did, yeah, but it also led to
1: literacy, mad. which is pretty good.
0: Yeah. yeah well.
1: Again, Ben, listen to you, so in your paradise you control like the books that people read. No. Okay, just checking.
0: Unless it's like David Ayer's work, obviously. Oh.
1: <laughs> he should be allowed to have his opinions. I mean, as mental and bollocks and unproven as they are, he is—he should be welcome to have them. But I do, on the, at the
2: yeah,
1: same you've got time, free and... speech, or you haven't. Yeah. It's it? Simple as, isn't it? Yeah. Are you grinding? You grinding weed, guys? No, why? No, oh, I'm sorry, some... sorry. I'm scratching my chest and. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Professional.
0: You may have noticed that few of the theorists I've just named are scholars of medieval manuscripts by profession. That's because most medieval scholars tend to believe that the Voyage manuscript probably discussed medicine in some way, and also that no theory has generated a decoded text that looks convincing. So there's no point in speculating much further than that. But for decades, I've been patiently debunking wild theory after wild theory about the manuscript. Into that atmosphere of endless wild theories all endlessly debunked came Nicholas Gibbs. Gibbs. Nicholas Gibbs. What's wrong with his theory?
1: Any relation he- to the BGs?
0: I don't know. Or uh, Gibbs from NCIS.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, right, what he- was his theory?
0: He is a historical researcher and television writer, and he argues the apparent code of the Voynich Manuscript is actually a series of Latin abbreviations with each character standing for an abbreviated word rather than a letter. Once the character is oh. decoded, he claims the manuscript becomes clear. It is an instruction manual for the health and well-being of the more well-to-do women in society. Uh, the recipe well, I mean, section I, I... yeah, really is a series of recipes for women's health. It he would adds, explain the drawings. It would. Like, so it would, every
2: yeah. character, every character is actually another word.
0: Yeah.
2: For me, it's a tome. Yeah. Yeah. know. If that's true, I, I'm not sure about that. But I think well, I
1: think
2: it is what it is. What he says it is, but I don't think.
1: I find it difficult to
2: believe every character is a word.
1: Yeah, that's a really weird way to code something, isn't it?
0: Mm, yeah.
1: Or, or a form of shorthand that's just died out, maybe. Well, but possibly. It's useless to read without this code, though, useless to read without the cipher. But. Could um, be. But, here's uh, the problem with it. I've covered my sheepskin, goatskin in utter, utter gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Mm. Well, here's the problem. The abbreviations Gibbs is proposing don't render themselves into readable Latin. They're not grammatically correct. Lisa fagan <laughs> davis executive director of the Medieval Ameri- Academy of America, said it doesn't result in Latin that makes sense.
1: What does an American know about the medieval times? Well, she's obviously a professor. It was a joke. It was a joke. Uh, I know, I know. I was going to make a joke about a woman professor. <laughs> oh man we've moved past that sort of humor haven't we boys
0: we've been Mm. very well so hang on let's rephrase that you two have been very bernard unmanning-esque bernard manning-esque what unburned manning-esque every every week you tell us about your
1: eugenical dream fucking utopia i've never said nothing about eugenics it all sounds a bit eugenical. You want to kill the religious people and the stupid people.
0: Re educate them. And you keep
2: trying to measure my skull.
1: he has <laughs> 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 got a tape measure. <laughs> well, you understand,
0: Mike, you've got a skull the size of a stageco- uh, stagecoach handle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, right, what
0: as for the idea that a missing index is the key to everything davis says that this is the piece that really killed it for me Well, there's some evidence that the manuscript is missing pages there's no compelling reason to think the missing pages were an index i'd imagine it is
1: to be fair well i bet the bit that makes it all readable you know obviously isn't there is it so that bit is missing. It must exist, otherwise it's, there's no point. And it is just the scribblings of a fucking lunatic.
0: <laughs> I think scribblings of a lunatic's winning for me, to be fair.
1: It's very neat scribblings, though, isn't it?
0: Well, just he could have been so he could have been could have been off his tits on mushrooms,
1: constantly. Could, mate, he could have been like, I get my own language I made.
0: Oh, that God. could also be it.
2: <laughs> yeah, he could have spent three days on mushrooms, and he's thinking he's writing. The most amazing piece <laughs> of work anyone's ever gonna read. <laughs> and when he finally Shook. comes down, he looks at him, Oh my god, I've just spent three days writing gibberish and <laughs> drawing pictures of naked women. I stole
0: my house to buy all this goat skin. <laughs> <laughs> <My child. laughs> they oh, used uh, to um they used to scrape them if there was nothing important on them. So we lost like well what they thought wasn't important, so we lost potentially like shit tons of old records because Christians and uh, Renaissance people either couldn't understand the language or thought it was crap so they just scraped the uh, ink off of the knife and reuse the vellum again
1: there's no naked women in green baths in this one, scrape the shit yeah, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> of wank. who'd read that yeah so uh, Nick the Payne was it, green because it was so filthy because it was the 1400s <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Maybe it was seawater. Oh yeah. Oh, bathing in seawater.
0: That'll cure what ails you.
1: Mind you, it's probably the height of luxury at that time.
0: Well, no, they would have a, a warm bath. The Romans used to have hot baths, didn't they? So I don't think the tradition had died out completely. It's just they didn't take baths very often.
1: Mm. Well, England went through a very didn't it go through a very smelly few hundred years where they. Like, yeah,
0: well, they, Christ. Fucking hell, pretty much, I think in 1980, late 1800s, the sewers in London all backed up. They had to completely redo them. Yeah,
2: in these days, guys, they
0: just used to chuck the shit out of the window. I mean, it's yeah. Blackadder. Mm.
2: Between Blackadder the First and Blackadder the Second, isn't it, man?
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: That's the way you should have explained it to me earlier. That's a good way for me to tell. Date um, something. <laughs>
0: oh, you're just going to base all our history on Blackadder.
1: Just movies, TV, yeah, stuff I've seen, because <laughs> I haven't seen history, or well, I've seen Well, I did movies.
2: also say Between Robin Hood and Braveheart.
1: Yeah, that's good. I enjoyed that. I got um, that reference. Yeah, right. good, so, good. Back to you, Ben.
0: Right, uh, for Nick Pelling, who runs the Voynich Manuscript Focus site, Cipher Mysteries, the more Jesus. pressing issue is that Gibbs' theory doesn't offer anything new to the field. Gibbs, he said in a statement of Vox, is essentially cherry-picked from all various old theories that had already been debated and abunked, without contributing anything new of his own. Worse yet, his theory lacks elegance. It isn't anchored by a, th- a through-line, but instead consists of an old, overworked, half-baked theories linked together in a half-hearted narrative. I love that. It lacks
1: elegance. Yeah. That's from a such different a st- time, isn't it? Uh, it lacks elegance, dear boy.
0: Yeah, it can't be it.
1: Okay, well, he was obviously a charlatan, then just ripping off other people's work. Yeah. What a cunt!
0: I see, because loads of them have said before, Gibbs. It, might, it should, it's probably a woman's health manual. Yeah. So th- he's got that down, but he's just nicked everyone else's bits and bobs and stuck them together in a hodgepodge, a smorgasbord of bollocks.
1: Oh, you love that word, don't you? I do. <laughs> <laughs> love it.
0: Um, so why does anyone care about this thing? You know, so what?
1: It's old as fuck. And we don't know what it says. It's a mystery. We love mysteries.
0: Yeah. So in the 1600 years, 600 years of the Voynich manuscript has existed, we know of no one who has been able to read a word of it or use it to accomplish anything useful. Yet well, people but... have devoted their lives to studying it. Kings have paid gold for it. Alchemists have pored over it. And military cryptologists have sweated over it. Internet conspiracy theorists have built websites devoted to it.
1: Well, you know the guy who it's actually named after, the one who bought it? And the guy, what's it called? Wojnick, whatever. Yeah, Wojnick. Wojnick. He believed there was some sort of important secret that would be revealed about medieval life contained within, didn't he? Like something like earth shattering groundbreak something really really important I don't know do you or do you think it's just a, a, a medical journal I think it's the scribblings of a madman mm. nothing important in there at all
0: I just think if it was important then
1: you know maybe, medicine wasn't maybe it's how you get adrenochrome maybe it's harvesting babies from those pregnant women in those <laughs> weird scenes. Uh, well it could be yeah yeah so, you have to mix
2: it with these certain herbs. Yeah. And you have to eat it by these sort of different sort
0: of constellations. Mm. Yeah. When the constellations are aligned like this, get them pregnant right. women in a bath, feed them these herbs, and then harvest the children's adrenochrome. It could yeah. be written in Draco, Draconian. Yeah.
1: The bad guy, <laughs> Rocky Four. <IV. laughs> yeah, him. Oh, no. That's Drago. <laughs> Sorry. Nah. It could, like a, could is be written just... in Draconian
0: from the planet Draco. Ah.
1: Yeah. Planet Draco? Could Drake. be the
0: language of hell itself.
1: Ooh. Wow. Ah, that's Polish.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a very difficult language. Yeah, I was going to say, just purely by the difficulty, <laughs> I've got nothing against the Polish. It's, it's, it's just a mystery, isn't it? I suppose we do love mysteries. Yeah. I mean, but I think there's also some tragedy linked to it. Well, not tragedy, but everyone who's ever owned it has been obsessed with having it deciphered and has got nowhere and wasted shit tons of money and time <laughs> in this pursuit and still. But now it's at which university? Um, one of the big Yale. important Yale Uni and his people study it all the time, apparently, trying to... Cause, yeah. I mean, it's interesting just to have something from the 1400s that we yeah, can... Yeah, plus,
2: if you're a cryptologist... It's not like the Holy Grail, isn't
1: it? Yeah, That's it's got to it be. A... Yeah. yeah the one. I'm going to crack that. People probably learn cryptology just to have a crack at. <laughs> so, <laughs> possibly.
0: It certainly could Go be on. an inspiration for them to get into the field, couldn't
1: it? I imagine there has been probably thousands of dissertations written about it and things. Uh, it's been studied continuously. It is interest. It's a mystery, is it? We love a mystery. It probably will be something quite mundane. It usually is, isn't it? Yeah, scrub your fanny. I'd like to think it's an adrenochrome recipe book, though. Not because I think harvesting blood from children uh, after raping them is a good thing. I just, you know... <laughs> I hope not. It would just be interesting, <laughs> you
0: know. Is that what you get as a key worker uh, now? All
1: right, this might be a slight tangent, <laughs> slight tangent. I've got a moral question to pose you. Okay. Somebody... You're at a party or something, and you meet somebody, and you get talking. He lets you know if you want it, he's got some adrenochrome. Right. Do you take it just to try it, or do you morally say, "There's no way I can take that because is it not harvested from a child?"
2: Oh, so what? what are it the depends on the it? source, doesn't it? It depends on the source of it. If it's from a child, then fuck no, that's just wrong and so many levels. But if it's like from a pig or something, then maybe I don't know.
1: What am I getting out of this? How about... Well, doesn't Adrenochrome make you, like, youthful and strong and, you know...
0: Yeah, apparently so, but is he
1: also inviting me into the inner circle of ruling the world? No, 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 no. he's just offering you, like, somebody offering you a line at a party, he's just like...
0: Oh, then it's down the source, then, in that scenario.
1: I'll just... What I would do is probably just not ask any questions and think, well, that kid's already dead. <laughs> it's a
0: valid, also a valid point, but also come from a man that smoked meth from a light bulb. Oh, <laughs> of course you take it. You smoked meth from a light bulb. <laughs> of course you take the drugs regardless of source. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, when you're doing coke at some highfalutin party, you don't think about the, you know, shoeless Colombian farmhands, do you?
0: No, I suppose you don't. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh, who- fuck it, I'm taking it too then, son. It's adrenochrome, at least I'll get a few more years of life.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you have to take it regular, though. I think that's the problem, that's the snag. I think it's got to be. It's kind of, you know. Yeah. Vitamin. It must
0: slow down the aging process for a
2: bit. Mm. Or is it like a vampire thing? Is it like a craving for it once you've had it? I don't know. Uh, you know
1: what? We need to do an adrenochrome uh, episode. But what's yeah, what's think- funny, man, is that's one of the ones that spread through to the. Because there's someone who's a bit of a village idiot, I'll be honest, who goes to the same marijuana source that I do, otherwise I would never speak to this human being. He's literally only got three teeth in his head, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Moron. And this motherfucker shot the shit out of me a few weeks ago by starting to go on about adrenochrome and uh, yeah. like the Illuminati and stuff. And I was like, what the fuck? Because obviously the guy's got no job, but he does have the internet. So yeah, that one's broke through. Wow. Adrenochrome's gone mainstream, man. So, well, I just. Um, well, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, the inter- well then he's only got a fucking sign up to it. Cause any conspiracy group on Facebook, and he's going to see Adrina Chrome at some point. That's true. Yeah. So, the guy who runs the uh, website about this, Pelling, he argues the fascination of the manuscript wields. Uh, has less to do with whatever might be hidden in its code than for what we can use it to say about us. When we pour endlessly through its ciphered text, we may or may not be getting all that close to what the scribe who originally penned the manuscript intended to express. But the ideas that we project onto the manuscript can reveal a lot about ourselves and what we hold to be important. The evil beauty of the Voynich manuscript, he says, is that it holds up a mirror to our souls. Mm. Oh, what a
1: fucking hippie. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that. <laughs> I liked it. A fucking cut. <laughs> so what? What's the mirror saying? <laughs> it bollocks. I don't know, know if think anyone's. It's, tried I tried it. it a mirror universe, though.
2: It's
1: like some clumsy fucker just dropped it through dimensions.
2: Somehow, it was a glitch somewhere
1: in the split of the matrix time keeps on slipping slipping
0: slipping well, dimension
1: jump yeah.
0: has anyone just tried sticking a mirror next to it and seeing if it's just written backwards fuck imagine if that's <laughs> that would <will> be so <laughs> funny just
1: get yourself to Yale University
0: <laughs> immediately <laughs> I mean Da Vinci used to write backwards just imagine that
2: <laughs> just imagine that, Ben just
1: turns up and goes, locked in for
2: 800 years, no one else would have decided. it. Fucking drunk Englishman.
0: Yeah. Drunk, drunk, drunk Englishman. In <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just an idea, you know, Da Vinci used to write backwards to stop people from his ideas. I would love it if in. that was the
2: answer.
0: He walks in. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Any of you fucking spanky pricks thought of putting a fucking mirror on it? <laughs> it says, get three leaves of peppermint. Oh. <laughs> And then Come they on. can get a fucking grant and he gets a resume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Fucking it. He gets a no prize.
1: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. He'll <It would> be
3: <laughs>
0: <incredible>. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just asking the question.
1: Everyone <laughs> <laughs> so from Yale University is listening. Um, <laughs> Give it a go! Yeah, just out of (laughs) curiosity.
0: Yeah. That might be the smartest thing I've ever said. The dumbest. All the dumbest. 12. I
1: said all the dumbest. All All
0: the the dumbest dumbest as well.
1: You know, out of the mouths of babes, as they say. And you say I can't lead the resistance? No, you can't. You're still a moron. <laughs> <laughs> but you're our moron, Ben.
0: Oh. <laughs> you're gonna send me that little care emoji later on. Oh God.
1: <laughs> to cheer me up later, will you make a video of you trying to like plug something in? <laughs> <laughs> Cheer me up no end. <laughs> like a 15
0: minute <laughs> video. Actually, yesterday afternoon I had a problem with the Xbox controller. I was I was pressing the little button to turn it on. And the battery pack's a bit shagged as it is. And I kept right. thinking that it was just like it just wasn't coming on.
3: Mm.
0: And I eventually realised it just wasn't holding it down for long enough. <laughs> oh,
1: Jake. It took you, me a couple of minutes. Did you get angry and smash it like a gorilla? <laughs> No. You realise this? Are you sure?
0: Yes. Oh.
1: Shake <laughs> it and and frown at it. <laughs> I scratch my head and you know, like, oh. and angrily beat your chest until it's. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and then I, did uh,
1: your <laughs> round and, like, aggressively chasing your housemate Hey folks. <laughs> <him. laughs> No <laughs> <laughs> like to put him down. Oh <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not that I'm technologically inept or anything.
1: Yeah, it's okay, you've got other qualities. You know a lot about history and like nineties uh, Premier League stats. That's true. Huh? Actually, My knowledge
0: of conspiracy theories is quite high. I think I, I only got one wrong in the, uh, in the quiz the other day.
1: Done. Well, I was thinking about you the other day, sort of. Well, I was, like, Blackburn, right? I was thinking. Now, I know you've got actual reasons to support Blackburn. But I remember the first few seasons of the Premier League where they were actually really good and they won. Yeah. Like, Premier League titles with Shearer and stuff. How many, like, sort of glory hunter people jumped on and became Blackburn fans. During Funny,
2: you say, that, <laughs> Funny <laughs> you say that, Gaz. Funny you say
1: that, because Ben used to be a Man United
2: supporter. Oh, when he was little, the truth yeah. comes out. Yeah. Uh, and then when Blackburn uh, won the title, he switched allegiances. And now you're stuck
3: with him all these years. <laughs> <laughs> They're <dark> <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> 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 they haven't won fuck off they since then.
0: Who won the League <laughs> Cup in
1: 2002. <laughs> <laughs> Woo.
0: Got into the Europa League a few times. Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh. It's the stuff of dreams. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, <my laughs> stuff that is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I stu- stuck there, though.
1: Mm. Yeah, I was thinking, I mean, that people just fucked off and started supporting someone else. That's or it. I mean, actually hung on. This is it. Yeah, same, like, the same sort of
2: thing happened, happened to me. I never used to support a team. And then, like, remember the days when it was just the cup final on TV? Yeah. That was it. That was the only live football you'd get, wasn't it?
3: Yeah.
2: I remember the 91 cup final, Forrest v Spurs. And I thought at the beginning of the game, oh, I've got to support one team, so I supported Forrest. And they lost 2-1. Oh. And then the season after that, they got relegated from the Prem.
1: It was a good introduction, <laughs> it was a good preparation for life as a Forest fan. Do you know what, I do drive past the ground though, once a week, uh, and it's quite a nice impressive ground from the outside for a, you know, little club. There yeah.
2: <laughs> have been other ones,
1: but yeah. It's quite nice, because I drive past a few stadiums, and not all stadiums are created equal. In one day, I drove past the Blues, Birmingham, Villa, West Brom, and the Molyneux in one day. The baggy stadium is noticeably dog shit from the outside. <laughs> it looks like a shit old Villa Park looks quite impressive from the outside. It's got like a lot of brick stuff, hasn't it? And the new just looks like a stadium, I suppose. But yeah, the baggies noticeably look shitter than the others. Have
2: you seen the Britannia Stadium? Stoke?
1: Whose is that, Stoke? I... Yes, I have.
2: That's a nice stadium, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Quite new, isn't it? Yeah, quite new,
2: yeah. yeah. I went there...
1: Probably about fifteen years ago now, but it Man. just built, yeah, when I went there. Still new for a stadium isn't it, I suppose. Wow. Oh, yeah. So you talking about football grounds, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Should we do weird news?
1: Yeah, let's do that.
0: Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Alex Jones threatens to eat globalists and neighbours to keep children from starving amid COVID-19 pandemic.
1: Man's got to do what a man's got to do to keep his family alive.
0: <laughs> uh, Infowars of Alex Jones is trending on social media and making waves with critics, including his ex-wife, thanks to a video rant in which he says he's ready to cannibalise his neighbours to survive the COVID-19 pandemic. In, guy. I'll eat my neighbours. I'm not letting my kids die. I'm yeah. just I'm just going to be honest, Jones said during a live broadcast of his show this week. But doesn't he sort of rally against these globalists who want to eat eat your
2: kids and eat the adrenochrome? Like, we, that's baby. what he says. They're cannibals, they want to turn into cannibals. And now he's just saying, yeah, I'll eat, I'll
0: eat my neighbours. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, apparently he's a, it, a, a few years' worth of food stormed up. But he doubled down on the promise to eat his neighbours should it come to that. I'm literally looking at my neighbours now going, am I gonna, really going to hang them up and gut them and skid them and chop them up? And you know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death.
1: I'll eat my neighbours. Well, don't you think, shouldn't he be able to survive after some of his really good guaranteed supplements that he sells? <laughs> <laughs> he should have a fucking shed full of that. it would be yeah, fine. Yeah. He should have a fucking warehouse full of it, so you know what I mean? He should be fine, shouldn't he? Yeah. He should yeah. have bomb shelters and all sorts.
2: It doesn't really say much for his products if he'd rather eat his neighbours first <laughs> when he delves into that. <laughs> <laughs> honey, honey, shouldn't we just eat the packets downstairs? Ah, oh, fuck that, it's safer to eat the fucking neighbours.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's going to go out there literally shoot them drag them back to his house hang them up, gut them, skin them prepare them as cuts of meat and then cook them physically, man's a fucking sociopath
1: (laughs) I was going to say yeah, it's one thing like if they die from Covid and he he decides to cook the bodies, but is he just going to go murder them so he can eat (laughs) yeah, I think so well, that's that's like a whole different thing then, isn't it, Alex? Uh. I will fucking commit mass fucking murder huh. to feed his children. Oh man, I'm I'm sure he could just get some. I'm sure they'd like a tin of a tin of ravioli. Yeah,
2: I'm sure, I'm sure he could, could go to the food bank. Yeah.
1: Man <laughs> of his, means, do you know what I mean? A man of Alex's means, I'm sure he could just get a few. But he's got to make it sound to his listeners that it's as bad. We know how he works. He's got to make yeah. it sound this is the worst thing that's ever happened. You're all going to fucking die. He'd eat his neighbor to survive because he, he's a fucking real man.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, you know, it's all bollocks, isn't it? You know, at the end of this rant, if we actually go and find the video, you know, towards the end of it, it somehow turns into an advert for his website and his products. Yeah. So, he'd be like, I'll eat my neighbours you don't have to because you can buy mushroom tea pill tablet form powder sachets fucking
0: <laughs> up or he starts selling human skinning knives oh god <laughs> and diagrams of the to get the best cuts of meat off a human
1: oh, wow. <laughs> oh please don't Alex. like a
0: cannibal cookbook in a way <laughs> <laughs>
2: to be honest though, in an apocalyptic scenario, I wanna be around Alex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why? So he can kill you and eat you. Not if you're one of his inner circle.
1: Uh, oh, I, I
0: think he'd turn on you all eventually.
1: Well eventually he maybe got, would, but he has got vitamins and guns by the shit ton. And money. He's definitely the right person to and government connections, CIA connections, alien connections, Russian connections. Yeah. <laughs> He's the man. Was,
0: I'm going to be a wandering road warrior, so I've got my thing planned out.
1: He's basically like, you'd rather be in a survival situation, you'd rather be stuck with Alex Jones than David Icke. Well, yeah. What the fuck's David Icke going to do? to <laughs> slap him with his
0: sword-like hands.
1: You, he can't even open a can of beans. He's going to talk exactly with their fucked-up hands we he's going to spend ten hours talking to you about lizards. And at the, end of the ten hours, he goes, but David, I still need some fucking <laughs> Be patiently and carefully, you cripped up fucking weird handy <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Fucking <it, no. laughs> hell. Okay, you want the twist with the two, then, yeah, Alex? Mm. Nah. We've done the lizards. Now I'm going to do five hours on the five.
3: <laughs>
1: he's listening. I'd love to interview you someday because if you ever see him on an interview, you don't have to do anything. You just go, so David, he's like, right, fucking lizards and that fucking <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ten hour podcast a week getting progressively higher as Ike just keeps ranting and ranting yeah. at us.
1: He's just <laughs> him at the start, get stoned for an hour and say thank you at the end. Yeah. Bless him. <laughs> Not really Mr. Blokes, you know, I don't think. No. I think he thinks everyone's a shill. I think he thinks everyone's
0: a cunt for mocking him after the Jesus statement. <laughs> uh. He had it
1: coming. <laughs> what did you expect, man? You had a be fucking fair. shell suit. How would the son of God really wear a fucking shell suit, a purple one? <laughs> <laughs> if he was
0: born in the eighties in the eighties, yes, probably. Fucking hell.
1: That should be the name for song, shouldn't it? Jesus in a shell suit. <laughs> Jesus?
3: <laughs> That's, his
1: That's David Icke's new nickname when you introduce him. <laughs> and here we have uh, one of the proponents of the lizard theory, one of the uh, most famous conspiracy theorists on the planet. Shall suit Jesus himself? David Icke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then he immediately just hangs up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking cunts. <laughs> and you can hear him trying to fucking hang up, but he can't to his wit.
0: Um, <laughs> he has to get his son to do it. Fucking mocking the. We are mocking one of the patrons saying to the show. I mean.
2: Ah well. He <laughs> doesn't like he's turning into a lizard
3: though.
1: <laughs> it's so ironic. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, isn't it ironic? With <laughs> just skin. After you and ten hours talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh fucking hell!
1: Sorry, David, we just fucking ripped you a new arsehole there, didn't
0: we? <laughs> we actually got nothing against you. We still think you should be on Facebook.
1: Yeah, I definitely <laughs> we... think you should be on there. Freedom! <laughs> free, free David Ike! Either everyone's got the same freedoms, or none of us have fucking got them, or it's all exactly. a fucking sham. Exactly, guys. Fuck you, it? Facebook. Yeah, but no, don't get me wrong. They threatened us a couple of times, didn't they? Yeah. But community. Yes. We're now, on thin ice. We are. Yeah. We've got to sort of. We, we should have. A, we should. If we were professional about it, we should set up a vetting process where all three of us give our veto. But I can't be asked for that. <laughs> and you just belch down your phone for <laughs> comedy effect. <laughs> I was showing my insubordinates. You just like Trump on your you
0: He's bounced out the phone, that's disgusting. It was for comedy effects.
1: <laughs> I was being sarcastic. Was like, <laughs> nobody's more sarcastic than me, okay. Nobody
0: <laughs> Alright, next weird news then.
2: Okay. A man started a house fire trying to kill Black widow spiders with a blowtorch.
0: I completely support this man's actions. Mm. (laughs) Wow. A California
2: man did something understandable. The man was house-sitting for his parents in Fresno when he discovered an an unspecified amount of black widow spiders in his home, doing what any reasonable human would do upon seeing a monster. He listened to 50,000 years of human evolution and sought fire to kill it with. Yes. Yeah. So the man grabbed a blowtorch and sent the spiders back to hell.
0: Which is where they're from.
2: Unfortunately, in the process of erasing a a few abominations from the earth, he also lit the house on fire. But it would have been safer for everyone if the house had burned to the ground entirely. The Fresno fire department showed up and decided to contain the fire. That was nice of them.
1: It's sort of their job.
0: Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose it is, but... I, if I was, like, a fireman and someone has done that, I'd be like, well, I, I accept your actions, but also well,
1: was a bit stupid, wasn't it? Yeah, so you deserve to lose your house. We're just going to stand there and watch it burn, you cunt. <laughs>
0: yeah, pretty much.
1: That's why you're not a fireman. I'm not a fireman. I'd go <laughs> off, I'd light, I'd light a cigarette off the flames of his burning house and then walk away. <laughs> you should have called a fucking, what they call exterminator, mate. Well, yeah. Sorry, mate. Wrong, wrong people. You'd still... Well, your parents would still have an house. Yeah, unlucky. Oh, dear. Oh, poor bastard. Well, they know they saved his house. That's just our fantasy, isn't it? That they let it yeah. burn. Yeah. They, they did, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And then again, if he just said... To, if, he, if I was... What did you do this for? There was a shit ton of black widow spiders in there. I'd be mean, like, just let it burn down, mate. Mm. I understand your
1: reasons. Let it burn Kill down. The Kill the nest.
0: I would have yep. broke into the uh, the off-license and started
2: throwing Molotov cocktails into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like spiders, to be fair. They don't bother me.
1: I don't oh, like hundreds don't. of you Black Widow spiders. No, I sucked a massive one up the hoover today, and I felt really guilty. I was like, oh, that's a pretty cruel thing. And then I thought, it will probably just crawl back out, and I'll have to kill it again, all over again. I try not to kill them but this one was just in a place that I was like trying to catch that will may result in it dropping on my face and then I'll have to kill myself so <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, I hate killing things I felt guilty about killing a wasp in the week
1: uh, I do honestly try to avoid killing spiders but it was like
2: it came back like three or four times and I
1: was like you're just asking for it dude. you know what I mean uh, wasps to be honest a wasp I'll try not to but if I have to I've punched a wasp before that was very satisfying it took a few swings yeah. um, and my friends were laughing at me, like, you'll never hit it. And then I just, I, like, perfectly connected with it right on the face. <laughs> Punched the wasp right in the face. And it flew against the window, hit the windowsill, lay there for a little bit, and then fucked up. And I was like, oh, I've never felt so manly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. I had to get rid of this bite. Yeah, but then one stung me. I've only been stung once, then it wasn't long after that, and it was horrible. One landed on my neck when I was just walking along, minding my own fucking business. Landed on my throat and stung me on the throat, man. It hurt like fuck.
0: Mm.
1: Have you ever been stung by one? Yeah. I,
0: yeah. On the back of the neck I have, yeah. yeah. I, I think been stung the, on the hand.
1: I did it really hurt? Because I don't know if it's yeah, because of where it, it did. was. Yeah. I was shocked by how much it hurt.
2: Well I was walking off a hill. A wooded hill. I put my hand down. and I felt this fucking pain, sharp pain. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" I looked down. And just put my hand in a wasp nest, had not I?
1: Oh no. Wow. wow. Um, <laughs> so
2: I, I trampled to death the, the wasp that stung me and
1: fucked off as fast
3: as
1: I could. No. <laughs> yeah. Good on you. I saw a bee swarm once. It scared me to death. But uh, and it was it. It was at Glastonbury. It was unbelievable. The stall about two or three stalls up. Well, we noticed basically a bee swarm in the distance. We didn't know there were bees. Like, the guy who I was working for, I, like, at the time looked up to him a lot. And he's a lot more older and more experienced than me. And if he's panicking, I'm panicking. And he was, like, wrapping himself in a blanket, like, holy fuck. And, like, the queen bee just landed under a table a few stalls up. And so the rest of the bees just swarm around her and, like, make a thing. Like a, you know, like a... Hive, not hive. They make, like, a ball around it. But you can imagine a busy market at a festival and a bee swarm comes along. It was, yeah. like a, it was like a movie. People were screaming. and like. But because Glastonbury's amazing, there's a resident, like, kind of bee man on site. Like, <laughs> um, and he came and he put out a big sheet and, like, a smoke bomb thing. And, like, they all fell off and into the sheet. And then he bagged them up and took them off somewhere safe.
3: So
2: they,
1: that's my bee story. Um, um, he he also explained to us well to everyone who was gathered around watching it was quite that they were like honeybee things and they wouldn't they're not actually dangerous or aggressive really they can sting but all they're interested in is following that queen so just chill
3: yeah
1: did you show me boxing skills (laughs) any of them was like a bee. butterfly, sting like a bee. <laughs> <laughs> I like a bee, I like a bee, but i tell you what. I put try, try it next time, punch a wasp. All right, I'll you, give it a go. You'll feel like a dick if he comes back at you and stings you because you've just pissed him off. But yeah, satisfactory.
0: I just want to point out that I do kill the spiders that go in my house because I'm sending a message to the rest of them.
1: How do you think that message gets... <laughs> Wait, Don't do go in there, no one ever comes out. Oh, they talk in their little spider... Yeah. General yeah, spider language. I don't think they get on with each other because once I saw a spider on the garage wall at the back of the garage and I counted, I was having a fag and I was like, it's got too many legs. And I realised it was at the last stages of eating another spider.
2: Yeah, uh, wow. they do that. Yeah, they are cannibalistic.
1: Yeah. And like the other leg the two legs of the other spider were hanging out of its mouth, basically. From what I could hear. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: either way. They, they, to, they need to be sent back to the hell they came from.
1: I don't know. They they make they they're useful though. Aren't they? They kill well, flies you know, for fuck's, fuck's sake. So I to try and tell myself.
2: I prefer spiders to flies. So.
1: Well, alright. Okay. Did we finish that story?
2: Yeah, that's it. Pretty much, yeah.
1: Whose turn is it?
2: Yours next, last one.
1: But, okay. And finally, small penises used to be more desired, according to historians.
2: I always knew. I always felt through <laughs> been born at a different time. <laughs> <of>
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: well, according to historians who spoke with Vice, the ancient Greeks actually used to prefer small and dainty penises on men, partly because the Greeks were all about balance, and anything too big would be perceived as imbalanced. Oh, sure. That's good enough reasoning for frickin' Aristotle. That's literally how this article's written. I hate the informal fucking way (laughs) modern articles are written. It pisses me off. Fucking children. Black elegance, doesn't it, Gaz? Written by children for children. What has the fucking world come to? (laughs) (laughs) Too much. Just expect a little bit of journalistic fucking integrity. Just some standards, you utter cunt. You're not my mate.
3: Yeah, Yeah, this isn't from a
1: newspaper, though, is it? It's from a magazine, so... Oh, but still. Fucking, you're not my mate, magazine. (laughs) Stop (laughs) trying to talk to me like you're my mate. I don't give a shit. It adds nothing to the article. No, I know. It's annoying as fuck, it. And you're not funny. funny. Right, sorry. I'll go back to what what it was saying. So, So that would be imbalanced. Anything too big. The preference seems to have spread beyond ancient Greece to the Romans, Egyptians, and even all the way to medieval Christian society. The Greeks, Romans, etc. used big penises as comedic relief in stories and plays because they found them so gross and ridiculous and stupid. Medieval artists used huge dicks to get a laugh as well, but also to depict someone as heretical or even straight up evil. I must be the most
0: evil man in Britain. <sighs> <laughs> <Kind> of- <laughs>
1: Most obvious.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: I, to be fair, to... I was literally just about to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> you, still, you just pissed I yeah. got there
0: before you.
1: Yeah, I was. And might beat me to that I was born out of time joke as well.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a smoking cough, not a corona cough. <laughs> okay? Nobody panic. <laughs> of course, a man packing a piglet being society's preferred male standard didn't survive to this modern age of American exceptionalism. Nowadays, if your hog couldn't win a ribbon at the state fair, you might as well resign yourself to a life of sadness and second place finishes. Like Stop seconds. May- <laughs> Oof. Yes. You think storming the beaches at Normandy would have been easy with your dick slapping around your knee? No. Those brave men's dicks were practically fully retracted thanks to the cold water and fear. Small penises defeated Hitler. To be fair, Hitler was also purported to have a small penis, and maybe he was such an angry guy because everyone made fun of it, huh? Ever think of that? Oh fuck, fuck <laughs> that. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's from rare. Com. Oh, fuck off. Written like. Yeah, but the only reason I know this because I saw I saw this previously on some sort of art documentary about statues, because if you notice, they all have little dainty cocks. Yeah. And, some period after that, somebody went round. some period, they went around covering them with leaves because they suddenly decided penises were rude. Yeah. No, it
0: was actually a lot of them. And they cut them around, off. They cut them off. The, the, some Pope went around cutting them off.
1: It, but that's also where the fig leaves come from as well, though. They didn't start off yeah. the leaves. Some of them. I think, I think I've think i got that right. I don't know. Could be completely wrong. Remember, listener, you're the fact checker. I can't be asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was uh, that was the weird news. Yep. Well, the Greeks
0: did love a penis.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I guess That all could love cocks, technically, or there wouldn't be any. known would exist. Well, the ancient Greeks just loved penises. Just loved a cock.
0: Yeah. Well, on that yeah. bombshell. On that bombshell. I've been Ben. Don't drink the Flavourade. Don't join a cult. This is a tiger cult. And thanks for listening. Stay safe.
1: A Telford tiger cult? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I will say, I have been gassed. Thank you very much for listening. Free Biff Tannen and David Icke. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've been Mike, thanks for listening stay safe, peace out may the force be with you
0: Started a Jedi course yet Mike?
2: Started it yeah, started it ages ago
0: Well yeah, I mean like advanced on it? No, no. <laughs> I've All been right. too busy doing lockdown <laughs> Well, that yeah, Czech second fun. division team and championship manager isn't going to get to the premiership itself is it? Exactly <laughs> Boom, in your face Alright, night.